Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Uh, so, Miles, we're here at your home, and yes, uh, we are. You know, it's we're doing an espresso today, and we're always looking for ways to uh, better enjoy our coffee and share what we learn uh, with our listeners. So today. I thought we'd uh, try uh, brewing our own coffees. We're trying it from our clubs that, yeah, that that's we right. joined. It's, that's, a, it's a club showdown. It's a club here. showdown. Yeah. I'm in the LA Coffee Club. I'm in the. Now, what club are you in? Jason? I'm in the Trade Coffee Club, which is, uh, I guess, they're more of a national coffee club because they have lots of coffees from around the country. And uh, you're going to brew an. What is you brewing now? You're brewing an Ethiopian. Ethiopian coffee called I, Badar. Badar. With two A's. Badar. 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 All right. I'm brewing a Colombian coffee from Kickapoo Coffee Roasters. Kick a what? <laughs> and we're going to taste them side by side and talk about the differences and why you may like one over the other, or why anyone would want to order one or the other, or why yeah, you would want to order both. Or why each other's brewing methods are not good. That's true. <laughs> because they're criticizing each other's methods. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, yours clearly had some deficiencies that yeah. you're going to blame on the coffee. Absolutely. But we know <laughs> your pour over went counterclockwise instead of clockwise. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as much as we're always looking to learn as much as we can about coffee, uh, our listeners want the answers too. And so today I thought we'd also do. Listener mail. <laughs> mail, mail, mail. That's right. We're going to answer our listeners' mails and a lot of interesting <laughs> questions. Them sounds so intimidating, the listener mail. <laughs> a lot it's of not questions. not lighthearted at all. Well, it's fun anyway. We'll see how that goes. So we have a lot to chat about, Miles. Uh, let's get going on this. Uh, we have our week, our kids, and of course, these coffees on this espresso edition of Coffee Cafe. <laughs> Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest shops, introduce you to remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter, and tell you about all the incredible coffees you have to try. And on our express shows, we give you an even more personal perspective at how we see coffee. So, Miles, Jason, uh, what are we drinking today? We've got two cups here <laughs> in our Club Smackdown. Yeah, well, we've got are we really, is this, I don't know, is this a Club Smackdown? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's a Club Smackdown. Because we get different coffees from these Smackdown. We need <laughs> some good music for this, too. <laughs> I'll work on that. We have a we have a Badar yeah. coffee, B-I-D-A-A-R. Badar which, coffee, right. In the L.A. Coffee Club, which means it was roasted locally. Yeah, that's right. We looked up what Badar means. Right, so you looked up, yes, yes. Yeah, I was, I was curious. I I looked it up. Yeah. It means uh, it's a Somali word for oh. alopecia or <laughs> baldness. Oh. When you've lost a lot of your hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. So I don't know enough about this particular uh, this company to know if it's tongue in cheek or yeah. maybe it means something else or maybe. But that's what it means uh, according right. to the internet. <laughs> according to Google's top three web hits, it's a Somali word for baldness. All right. And this is an Ethiopian coffee, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, Ethiopian coffee, uh, which is usually yes, fruity. Is. Uh, you can uh, Ethiopia for those of you uh, who are just tuning in, uh, birthplace of coffee, and usually you can expect a f- very fruity flavored coffee when you get Ethiopian. And I enjoy the. I really love Ethiopian coffees, so yes. I, I can't wait to try yours. Well, the other cup is the Colombian coffee. That That's you right. I brought uh, a Colombian coffee. Uh, this is from Kickapoo Coffee Roasters. Was oh, that Spanish? No, it's. It's not. It's uh, it's Kickapoo was founded in 2005, 
It's named after the Kickapoo River Valley. What was the river valley named after? The Kickapoo Nation. It's a Kickapoo tribe in Kansas, the Kickapoo tribe of Oklahoma, and there's one in Texas and Mexico as well. So it's How a did they get their name? I guess they... want to chase this origin. So there. yeah, it's an interesting name, but it, uh, it's fun to say, Kickapoo... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and so it's a. This is a Colombian coffee, and typically Colombian coffees, you can pretty much expect anything. There's a lot of variety there, uh, but there's fruitiness as well. But sometimes it doesn't have to be. Uh, I love Colombian coffee. Grew up on it, uh, so it's one of my favorites. So we're gonna I try. You're Cuban. Are you Colombian? I am Cuban. <laughs> no, I'm getting confused. Because you're Cuban doesn't mean you can't drink other coffees. <laughs> but I did have a lot of Colombian coffee growing up. So we're going to try these two miles. And uh, what else are we doing? Critiquing yeah. each other's brewing methods. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Miles, the, let's talk quickly since we said yeah. we're having a smackdown of subscription services. Yeah, the LA Coffee Club, uh, how is that? Is that a good service? Are you getting great? Good yeah, I get, I get coffee every every other Friday. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, right. Every I, other I am Friday. usually flush with coffee by then. Wow. I, I actually, for whatever reason, I end up getting some from from here. I get some from the coffee club, yeah. and I usually have to drink more than I actually normally would just to keep pace. Nothing wrong or with I that. Or I give some away. No, I give some away. <laughs> I do. You, you've been kind enough to give me. I, I get it once every two weeks as well. Uh, I don't have that problem because my wife drinks a lot of coffee too, <laughs> so we're good. And sometimes I actually run out before the second bag comes in, so... Uh, I love the LA Coffee Club because it's local and they just do local roasters, but I wanted to uh, expand from there. I wanted to try all over the country, and that's what Trade does, and they do it really well. So uh, both coffee clubs, if you try one, uh, you'll love either one. You'll be very happy with it, I think. Uh, so, all right, so that's what we're up against here, and you got yours uh, just recently. I did too. You were going to brew yours with the Chemex, right? I brewed mine with my uh, drip coffee. So now I have something to criticize you about. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so what? how did you do it? You, can you give me your process? Sure, Jason. I weighed out 40 grams of the beans. All right. Uh, you multiply by 15. Oh, with the Chemex generally. Okay. So I, I hadn't tried the ratio on this one before, but yeah, put in 600 grams of water, wow. weighed it all precisely. This is very good. Poured it over at first yep. uh, to let the grounds bloom uh-huh. and then finished it off. And I watched your process and let me say, you looked good doing it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you. You weren't sure if I were being I, Tomorrow's <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> I realized that. Maybe you want to rephrase that. No, no. I mean, you know, uh, you looked like you knew what you were doing. How's oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe you want to say that on a clean take. Yeah. So, uh, and, and let me ask you an important question, Miles, because uh, coffee, as we all know, is about 99% water. Uh, what kind of water did you use, Miles? <laughs> I, I have a uh, filtration system on my refrigerator. <laughs> so Burbank water tends to be yeah. very minerally. Very high in calcium. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so, we all have strong bones for drinking tap water, but <laughs> it does leave it does leave a, yeah. a film on anything that it dries <laughs> up. Pretty on. much, pretty much. So, so yeah, no, I didn't use bottled water mm-hmm. like I know you told me I should have. Well, it's a it's a better not that you can't use or no, I should have used a reverse osmosis. Well, that's, a, that's right. something like that. Some a, a filtered water where you have very little in the water, but you still need some minerals. But the the oh, typical tap water is full of crazy stuff, and it does affect the flavor of the water. 
sure. Although yours tastes good. But uh, well, it goes through like you know the activated carbon. That's right. Filter. So at least you have some filtration, There's which something. is great. You have something there. I happen to be using the reverse osmosis. Uh, oh. When I made this, so it's very fancy. Uh, but there's still some uh, minerals in there, which helps the coffee flavor. So uh, yeah, that's the best way, and we've learned that over throughout the shows. Uh, people telling us is that, you know use the best water you can because you're drinking bean juice. Yeah. Well, I did use the best water I can. <laughs> right, that's right, and that's all you can do, and that's all for you today. should do for all today. Right. Now, but now tomorrow, I'll go get my reverse <laughs> osmosis machine put in. All right, so I guess what it comes down to is the, this taste. Now, you brewed yours with the Chemex. I brewed mine with a drip. Now, my drip, just so that people know, it's not just your standard like Mr. Coffee coffee maker. <laughs> this one is uh, the Mocha yours Master. Is Dr. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> It's, he's got his degree. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, this is the uh, Technovorm Mocha Master, and what that is is it. It's actually handmade. Wait, what's than, handmade? The machine. The actual machine is handmade, and it's more like a pour over than a drip coffee. It's the way it uh, brings the water over the uh, grinds. Uh, it's not through done through a pump, but it's done through the pressure. They have a special system there. It's pretty cool. And then it kind of rains over the grinds, and it stays in there long enough. And then out. yeah, it's very fancy. But hey, not if a pump. It's pressure. <laughs> don't you don't want to run your water through a pump? No. As a matter of fact, does that no. change the taste of it? No, but it, what it does is when you run through a pump, the water goes over uh, too fast. It doesn't stay long enough contact time with the, the grind. Is that right? That's right. See, I'm learning something on this show. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's how I did mine. You did yours with the Chemex. Now let's do the big taste test. Uh, which one are we going to start with first? Let's start with the Colombian. All right, the Colombian. The Colombian it is. This is the Kickapoo Colombian. Let's go for it. Well, to me, uh, it's not um, my best brew. I'll be frank with you. I brewed this much better before, but it's all right. Uh, but it is uh, slightly... What do you think you did wrong, Jason? I think what I think I did is I, I the ratio was a little off because I usually make a certain amount and I had it down to a science and then I, I didn't do the math quite right. I think I just blew my ratio a little bit. But regardless, I still think it's good. Uh, it is good. I, I like think it. it's uh, a little more on the acidic side, but it's flavorful. They say they have cherry notes. I kind of taste that cherry a little bit. And one of the notes that they said also was green apple. I kind of get that idea of the green apple. It doesn't taste like an apple, but you get the acidity of an apple, of a green apple. So, yeah, I agree. But I think it's a, a very good coffee. Uh, I taste the fruitiness. I had at first thought it would taste a little like a lemon. Okay. But if someone said green apple to me, and then I could, your my brain could make it. Isn't that interesting? Same. It is, it, yeah. It's like, it's okay, because yeah. it doesn't taste distinctly like a lemon. No, but it's, it's not. In that, yeah. yeah, it's a little higher area. acid than the level, but it's uh, it's got a nice feel to it. It's just a, it's a well. You also brought me a big bag of lemons, so I figured maybe there was some cross contamination. <laughs> yeah, I, I squeeze some lemons into your coffee. <laughs> just riding in the car with that many lemons. I mean, Colombian coffee uh, for me has always been uh, flavorful, and 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 every it seems like every bag you get every mm -hmm. from a different. It's just completely different. Whereas it's light, this is like a little lighter and fruitier than most Colombian. Yeah, it coffee. is, and, and as a matter of fact, it's a light uh, to medium roast, uh, and you can taste it. You can really when it's lighter roasted, you taste more of those fruity flavors or the flavors in there, and you mm -hmm. do. I I really uh, think they did a great job with this. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, strong on the kick, not on the poo. <laughs> There you go. You've been rehearsing that one? <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's try your Ethiopian. Uh, this is the Badar Roasting Ethiopian. Let's see how this goes. 
All right, so uh, my first impression of your coffee, Miles, uh, it's actually nicely brewed. I mean, I think the ratio was well done. I think you did a great job. Uh, but uh, it doesn't taste like Ethiopian to me. <laughs> it's less, less fruity, more, it's like earthy almost. Yeah, I, that, I, that's a great description, earthy. It's it. Uh, usually Ethiopian, you get these floral, fruity flavors. Mm -hmm. This one, earthy. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> maybe I brewed it wrong, or maybe the water was wrong. Maybe. It could be, but uh, I don't think the water would uh, change the, the, the fruitiness of an Ethiopian. I think it would just make it uh, taste different fruity. <laughs> uh, but it's good, you know, for the most part. What do you think? What, is your, what are your thoughts? That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be nice if it was a little fruitier. Maybe I'll mess around with... Uh Different kind of brew or yeah, something, but yeah, yeah it, w it was uh, it it's good. It's just more earthy than I would have thought. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't know much about Badar. I don't know much about Kickapoo, but I I do like the Kickapoo far more. I think my uh, Kickapoo kicked your poo. <laughs> How long are we going to use that joke, Miles? <laughs> I think it just expired. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, in my opinion, uh, the Colombian uh, outweighs the uh, Ethiopian. But again, Ethiopian in most cases, man, I love Ethiopian coffee. There's so. no details on on this particular bag. No, there's probably some on the website. Oh, maybe yeah. So uh, there's there's no hints. <laughs> No, what but, you should taste. But that's a great point, Miles, because the tasting notes, while a lot of people look at the tasting notes and expect to taste exactly what they say on the bag, but a lot of times that's not the case. You'll get some, depending on how it's brewed. It's sometimes you brew it a little stronger, you'll get something a little different. Sometimes you brew it a little lighter, you get something a little different. And, and that's the cool thing about coffee. Uh, it's, you know, consistency is the hardest part of it. <laughs> yeah. But it, either way, you're still going to get a good cup of coffee most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if it were up to you, Miles, uh, you were going to a coffee shop, which would you order, uh, a Colombian or an Ethiopian? It doesn't matter as long as they have a reverse osmosis machine. <laughs> is that what it's I'd like? probably order Colombian. Yeah. I, I like the fruity taste sometimes, but I, I think like... I like it a little bit more on the medium roast. Yeah. But it is the thing. I like variety, yeah. too, so just kind of mixing it up. Yeah, I think that's a, a, another great point is that, uh, you know, a lot of times people go to the coffee shop and get the same thing over and over and over again because it's good. Why wouldn't you? But I always say, well, why not try something different and compare it and see maybe you'll like something even better. It's like, you know, going to the same restaurant over and over again. That's great. It may be a great restaurant, but, you know, down the street, Joe's coffee shop is pretty good too, you know? <laughs> so uh, that's our doing. tip for the day. Try different coffees. And I think, uh, you know, just doing this little taste test, it's amazing the difference between the two coffees. You think, well, coffee's coffee, but no, you can really, it's like drinking different wines, drink different whatever. You can really taste the difference. And we highly yeah. recommend you do side-by-side -side tests. It changes the game of coffee, so to speak. So uh, since we're talking about all this coffee, Miles, it's time to answer listener mail. Did mail. you make all these up? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, these are our actual questions from actual listeners, which we do have, Miles. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's get right to it, Miles. Uh, this is from Wally Thapa. Thapa? Thapa? I don't know. Hi, Jason and Miles. I'm learning a lot about coffee from your podcast. Now I'm looking for a good drip coffee maker. Can you recommend one? Ha, Wally, thank you. Boy, you, boy that's a perfect segue. Stay away from those pumps. <laughs> want the pressure system. Speaking of Technoverm, uh, listen, I use the Technoverm uh, Mocha Master. Miles does his, uh, he's a pour over kind of guy, which is great. I just prefer to, you know, set it up so it does it by itself. Uh, but Breville makes a drip machine that's similar to the Technoverm. Uh, but the key components, whatever you get, you want to make sure that it meets 
the SCA, which is the Specialty Coffee Association temperatures, which is uh, 195 to 205. That's important because you want the right temperature for your coffee. Uh, you don't. Uh, the association declared that as the, <laughs> the, the, yes, the temperature did. window. I, mean, right. I knew it was right in. Yes. I knew it was the window. That is but. their. That is their recommendation. You don't want a coffee maker that uses a pump to pump the water over the grinds, uh, because what that does is it, it speeds everything up. The water doesn't get enough time to take the flavor out of the coffee properly. The Technovorm uses uh, pressure. It's internal pressure from the heat to make its way over to the coffee. And then, of course, the hot plate. You want to try to find one without a hot plate, but like I know the Technovorm, I'm not sure about other people, make a hot plate that doesn't actually just keep it hot. Uh, because what happens is on a hot plate, uh, you're, you're, you're basically cooking your, <laughs> your coffee that you just brewed. Uh, you just want to keep it warm, and they've created a system where uh, it, that's all it does. It keeps it warm. For a while, how do it, they do that? It, it's electronic, and it has an actual separate button. I mean, I don't know how they do it's it. Like a force shield around <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I don't know how what they do, how they do it. But that's something you want to do. Is you don't want to cook your coffee after you've brewed your coffee. Jeez. And, and yeah, I know There's it's a lot crazy? of physics involved. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep it warm, but don't don't, don't cook it. That's right. Don't apply heat. To well, it. you know, I'm just trying to give you good information. That's all. But anyway, that's what I recommend: uh, the Technovorm or something similar. Uh, again, Breville makes one. There's a couple other companies out there that do something similar. So that's what my recommendation. All right, number two: Is it best to keep my coffee in the freezer to make it last longer? This is from Peter Mikkelsen, 91. Miles, you want to answer that one? Chase, the answer is no. No. Don't keep it in the freezer. <laughs> no. Keep in a cool, dark place yeah. in an airtight container. That's right. But not in the freezer. No. Uh, why is that in the freezer, Miles? Why is it? It dries it out? It dries it out. That's right. The the it, the air. You want to keep this away from air. And the, the cold doesn't help it either because of what we learned from the Equator show is that uh, beans are still alive when you, uh, and so to speak, they're not like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if they give them air, uh, that's bad for them because it takes the flavors out. So, yeah. Definitely airtight. Yeah. yeah. Cool, dark place, like Miles said, uh, and not in the freezer, anywhere but the freezer. Our third question comes from Nita Mommers. Uh, Hi, guys. Love your shows and especially the stories. Sometimes they're so crazy that they seem almost made up or embellished. Are they? Miles, I'll let you handle this one. <laughs> I don't have kids. <laughs> I'm coming clean. I have no kids. I knew it. I knew it. You've never seen them, huh? No, I've never seen Every time I come to your house, they're either in bed or they're at school, but they're yeah, never here. They're never here. I don't I have no any. Idea. <laughs> I just make it all up. All right. Well, there you have your No, answer. actually, mine are real. <laughs> oh, yours are <laughs> Mine is a dry tray. Uh, yeah, My, they're they're real. Of course, they're real. Yeah. Why would we uh, I make actually, that kind of stuff? I don't <laughs> even really embellish mine. They're that's, pretty much that's the how it happens. <laughs> uh, all, all right. right next. next I'll read the next question. All right, yeah. Why don't you do this? I'll let you answer. All right, right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is there a refreshing coffee that can help me relax and go to sleep, like tea drinkers get? Ah, who's that from? That's from Dane. Uh, good question. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there are decafs, and a lot of people go, oh, decaf's not real coffee. But I have done some homework, and there is a decaf that actually preserves the flavor of the coffee. A lot of times, decaf is used a chemical process to get rid of the caffeine from the, the bean. There's yeah. a, a process called Swiss water process, which uh, uses a green coffee extract to naturally remove the caffeine from the bean with water, and uh, it keeps all the flavors of the coffee if you get a good quality coffee, you're going to get a good quality flavor yeah. and not have that you know, weird taste So it's like decaf. craft decaf? Yeah, exactly. It's a craft decaf. So yes, that's your answer. That's all we can tell you. That's all we know. 
<laughs> uh, next question is from uh, Max. Okay. Uh, what is the solution to coffee for astronauts? Oh, I love this question. Uh, can it be grown on Mars or hydroponically? Oh, great question. And I did a little do, homework on that. Okay, good. Uh, I did, I I did a little homework on that. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, I happened to be uh, at uh, this company called Death Wish Coffee. They did an interview with an, an actual astronaut scientist. And his, his name is Dr. Michio Kaku. And he says, yes, in principle, anything that can be grown on Earth can be modified slightly to grow in the environment of Mars because there's plenty of carbon dioxide there. So, yes, you could have coffee on Mars. So that's the short answer. Interesting. Uh, so there you go. If you go to Mars, you can grow coffee. With a few uh, well, you gotta, extra equipment. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to need some equipment, but yes. That's <laughs> it's, a little, it's colder there, too. I a understand. little bit colder. And hotter. <laughs> <Yeah>. Both. <laughs> All right. What's the next question, right. Miles? Is there a way to inject coffee to bypass the acid stomach issues? All right. From so, Dane. Yeah, Dane. So uh, I did do a little homework on this one as well. There's this company called Pure Roast. They are uh, low on acid. So I would say the pure roast is a good option. Cold brews tend to be lower in acid as well um, than regular coffee. So if you have that problem, you can try your cold brew. I would say, yes, there is a way to inject coffee. It is through one of the, from a hypodermic needle. <laughs> we don't know what happens when you do it, but... <laughs> We don't. We're not there, recommending. There <laughs> is a way. There's definitely do, a way. Don't do it, please. <laughs> All right. So our next question uh, is: What was the first type of coffee brewing? Uh, this one, Miles. This is a great question. Our last question of the day, and uh, I you did. You want to know the answer? Uh, yeah. What is the answer to that one? The answer is yeah. The sock. <laughs> well, th no, that's not the right answer. No, that was the first coffee filter. That was the first the, okay. in early history of coffee. The beans were dried and, and then eaten. By the 16th century, uh, coffee was roasted before being ground and boiled in water. And uh, and then the invention of the ebrick allowed for a more skillful technique of brewing. And and what a lot of people think is the French press was first, but it, no, it was the ebrick. And then uh, the sock as you mentioned, was next. Why a sock? Why don't you use well, like a towel? Well, they figured, I don't know, somebody just said, hey, let me put some beans in the sock, see what happens. <laughs> I guess that was the first filter. The sock. <laughs> I'm sure they cleaned the sock. Or maybe they didn't add a little extra flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, after that, all that, in uh, eighteen early 1800s, uh, a French press was developed. Benjamin Franklin invented no. that. Did you know that? <laughs> no, he didn't invent the French press. <laughs> so, well, these are all great questions, and I really love the questions about Mars. So thanks uh, again. Uh, thanks to everybody for uh, submitting your questions. We really appreciate it. And if you ever have any questions, just hit us up at coffeecafepodcast@gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll answer it as soon as we can. Yes, <laughs> with real facts. Yes. How about that? We, uh, we actually and do some our fake homework. facts. <laughs> well, Miles, we still got a little coffee list. Uh, let's talk about our week. How, how was your week? Week was pretty good, Jason. I got to say, you know, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. That's right. I feel like we've been through this before. But, you know, you, when you came over, our, yeah. our kids were filling out their Valentine's Day that's cards, right. yeah. Yeah. which we got last night. After soccer practice, we <laughs> rolled by the, the Dollar King, and they each yeah. got to pick, oh. you know, a pack of Valentine's. Oh, that's very sweet. Snoopy, Avengers, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and Mickey Mouse. Oh, all right. And then you come over, and they're yeah. filling it out, writing their names <laughs> on it, and you show us your Valentine's yeah. production, uh -huh. which was a you made a robot yeah, well, that can accept Valentine's. That's right. <laughs> 
And you also made custom-made <laughs> Minecraft, which I think you wrote the jokes for too. Yeah, no, I with a with a block like a Minecraft block that uh-huh. holds Valentine's candy yeah. that's uh-huh. ad- adhesive with adhesive yeah. to stick to the card. That's right. Yeah, really, just Minecraft. Us it was feel all inadequate. Minecraft. <laughs> all Minecraft based. That's right. Well, I'm glad I made you feel inadequate. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> no, I, coming here showing no, off those pictures. No, not showing off. I, it was just a you know. I think the issue here, Miles, is that I happen to have one child you have how many 10 15 <laughs> i wonder if i had i have no ch- no, no children right? that's right you said no children zero <laughs> i wonder if i if i just had one yeah we'd probably be at the dollar king still <laughs> the night before you think i don't know no it's true uh, you maybe know. we would have done a little bit more something uh, let me uh, by the way we, the robot the was, robot uh you know all he does is talk and <laughs> Didn't spend that. No, kidding. It's just a cardboard box that we covered in aluminum foil. You're making it sound like I know what it is. (laughs) Like I built like (laughs) R2D2. Right. Okay. It wasn't a real metal robot. Yeah. All right. Still. Yeah. But the robot, just uh, so people don't think we're weird, uh, even though we are, uh, is to is he takes that to school. They wanted to bring a box. And you put the candy that he gets from his friends into the box. And my boy said, I want to build a robot. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> he designed it, and I helped him build it. Or should I say, he designed it, I built it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was impressed. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. With... <laughs> Not with you, with our oh. with our Valentine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but it was lovely. Uh, your boy was here, or one of them, uh, uh, putting on the stickers, and uh, it was great. I think he was he was telling me how he had a hundred friends, and he was going to give all a hundred friends the twenty four cards he put stickers <laughs> on. <laughs> You rip each card into four pieces. That's right. Hey, problem solved. Yeah. Well, they each, they all got practice writing their names yeah. over and over that's again. That's great. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. I had. I don't know if you've had one of those moments where. Uh, you're like you're agitated, things not going quite right, and then you cross that threshold of agitation where you almost like you just start laughing at this, this oh, situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You hit like you hit Zen because yeah. it can't get any why yeah. any more frustrating at, at, that, at, that, at that moment. And just, you can either yeah. start crying or you can start laughing. <laughs> it happens to be almost every day. <laughs> we came back. We're tr- we're this was after dinner and yeah. it was after soccer. Uh-huh. Of course, all the kids are hungry. It was yeah. actually after we went to the Dollar King last night. <laughs> kids super, all, they want dinner again. Yeah. So, you know, all right, fine. Hey, they're hungry. We, I made them some, a little bit of food yeah. quickly. Uh, my uh, six-year-old decided he was going to try and he ate a bowl of oatmeal. Oh. And he's like, I'm going to make myself some more. So he gets the scoops. He he's going he's to make himself. Yeah. Oh. Right. You know, proportions be darned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I tried to give him some guidance, but he, and then he just put it in the microwave. It overflowed the microwave, oh. you know, onto the plate. So we stopped it. I cleaned that up. I put it on the counter to cool. He goes to get the milk to add to it. <laughs> Something happened in the other room with the dog. He goes running in there. For some reason, holding the gallon of milk, which I didn't see. But I, next thing I look up, and there's like milk all over the floor. It's on those mats, too, you know? So it like seeps down through the cracks. Uh-huh. So I go, oh, I clean no. that up, oh, I come man. in, still making dinner. Yeah. And then my then the youngest one kicks over, you know, those like bricks of Legos? Yeah. Yeah. Kicks over the entire brick onto the floor. 
<laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I, and, you know, it's one of those situations where it's like if you got all, all the kids to help clean up, it would take oh. probably like five hours to <laughs> clean up. <laughs> That's right. So you're sitting there yeah. trying to pick up Legos off hardwood floor. <laughs> Every little thing about it is just irritating. Uh-huh. I think it was at that point that I just started. I just it. started laughing. But I started wondering, too. Yeah. You know, Legos really, I mean, we got like, you get the Lego kits and then they all just come apart into little pieces yeah. eventually. Right. It's like the squares, man, were so much easier to pick up. Why can't we just do the rectangles again? <laughs> it's like Minecraft. Like everything's kind of. That's right. It's like the pendulum Blocky, swing. Yeah. When, when we were kids, it's like rectangles and squares. Yeah. And now the most popular video game is rectangles and squares. That's right. And Legos haven't quite caught up. Legos are very specialized and you can't use all those little pieces very well. Wow. Over and over again. No, you're right, I, and they're hard to they're hard to hold. At least for me, I, when yeah. my boy says, "Can you put this in there?" I'm like, "My gosh, I can barely hold on." To it. The pendulum's <laughs> got to swing back for Legos. They're gonna be rectangles and squares again yeah. in the next I don't know how many years. But <laughs> now they're it, all like you heard caught it here up. first. Yeah, <laughs> oh, letters, squares and rectangles. <laughs> they're all caught up in Star Wars, and I feel yeah. like you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. It sounds terrible, Miles. But no, it's fine. And then after I put the kids down, I came in to make myself some oatmeal. Oh. oh. You know, steel cut oatmeal. Yeah. You've seen them? They're like little tiny little. Oh, they yeah. look like grape nuts. Sure. But they're a lot smaller. Yeah. So I opened the bag up to make myself some oatmeal yeah. and spilled half the bag. <laughs> on the, the top of the stove. <laughs> Maybe st- that was the point where I zen out. I can't remember, but I had an out-of-body experience. And I looked down at myself yeah, and just laughed. At that point, just may as well give up. I looked down at myself. I laughed at myself yeah. who was crying. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, my week is fine. Uh, we had one week, one day off last week, which was great. We have one day off uh, this week coming up, uh, which is great. And so, you know, spend more time with the kid. And one thing I've noticed, Miles, and, and not just with my boy, uh, but as I go to his friend's house, as I, you know, things like that, uh, the kids have an enormous amount of energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's incredible to I me. had noticed, but yeah, <laughs> I, I assume you're right. And I'm, and I'm sure when we were kids... Uh, we had this kind of energy where, you know, it just like never ending. Do you remember any at all having that kind of energy that, you know, what I'm talking about? Yeah. You do? I feel it seeping away slowly (laughs) every day. (laughs) For me, I don't remember. Uh, Maybe I was a nut job, you know, like crazy running around all the time. But my boy, uh, you know, the moment he gets up, we, you know, we live in a, in a Burbank house and Burbank houses, most of them don't have their, you know, they're, they're up from the ground. So it's like a big bass drum, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we're in bed in the morning and, uh, we always hear the first thing we hear is, right. And then sounds familiar. And it's, uh, my boy running to the bathroom or running to the kitchen, he gets up and he runs. There's no walking. It's running. And I'm not kidding. It's a full out yeah, run. If we're running to the bathroom, yeah. our age, something bad is about to happen. <laughs> That's right. But You're and, not just going for the heck of it. And he's not running because he needs to get there in a hurry. It's just the way he moves. Everything he does, it's a run. It's, you know, can you come over here? He's running. <laughs> can you yeah. go feed the dog? He's running. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. And I, I, I marvel at the energy. And then when he's with his friends, it's the same kind of thing that, but you know, it's now three of them, let's say, and they're all bouncing off the walls and I'm looking at him going, oh my gosh, 
<laughs> when did when did yeah. we change? Why are they that crazy? And it's it's just going to continue. And how long can this go on? What you're missing in your house is like a a circular thing. We have two of them in our house where yeah. you can run from a room. You can like basically run around a oh. room. Oh. You know, like yeah. it's like a lap. You can take a lap through the hallway. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's kind of like a proton accelerator <laughs> where. You get like a train of kids who will just be running around, uh-huh. around and around. Uh-huh. Well, I don't have uh, that, unfortunately, but I do have the energy. And I just noticed it because the other day he came up to me. I was sitting at the dining room table reading something, whatever. And he came up to me. Of course, he didn't walk up to me. He ran up to me. And he, he's like, Daddy, I got to tell you something. And he's telling me. And he's, you know when kids have to go potty, they're bouncing around and they'll never admit that they have to go potty. But yeah, they you have to go. go. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just fine. He, No, I said, he's bouncing around. He's like that around me t- trying to tell me something about what he did and uh, on, the, on a game or something. And I'm listening. I said, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like, and then I did this. And I said, something. Uh, do you have to go to the potty? He's no, no, I'm fine. I just went potty a little while ago, and he's just bouncing around <laughs> telling me a story, <laughs> like he just can't stand still. And I'm, I'm just, I, <laughs> it just boggles my mind. It's like, think of all the amazing things we could do. <laughs> I know if we could harness that energy. It's just fascinating to watch. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> take advantage while you can. Anyhow, that was the the adventures of my weekend, my long weekend with a boy. It was fun, uh, but man. I just wish I had that energy. Slow and steady wins the race, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> He's never going to win. Slow. <laughs> it's slow and steady. You can stay up late. Well, uh, so, Miles, let's uh, finish these coffees off. What do you think about that? The SmackDown. I feel like it got smacked down. I lost. <laughs> Sorry. Well, next time, bring your A game, buddy. Bring my reverse osmosis water. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, yeah. We yeah, that was good. When doing these little tastings, if you're going to try new coffee, try two coffees. Taste side by side, see what happens. I think you'll uh, you'll be very impressed. Uh, and and again, if you're interested, tradecoffee.com, I believe, is where you can order from Trade. And Miles, where you get yours? The LA Coffee Club, which is LAcoffeeclub.com. I haven't memorized the website, <laughs> but sounds good. Or just Google, Google it. it; it'll show up <laughs> and right. click on it. Uh, but either way, it's great to do a coffee club uh, because they send you different coffees every couple weeks or however you want to do it. And uh, it's always a surprise what you're going to get. And a lot of times, it's a good surprise. Most of the time. <laughs> but at least for me, I've been very happy with everything they sent me, so I can't complain. Uh, so that's all we have to say about that. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, help support our show. It's easy to do and doesn't cost a thing. Just subscribe, tell your friends to listen, and that's all you got to do. Especially if you have any friends who work in Russian bot farms. <laughs> no? <laughs> I guess if you do, by all means, have them hook us up. <laughs> yes, please do. Have them set us please. up. Have them subs- like it's like 10 to 20,000. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, either way, your help uh, keeps our show going, and we really appreciate it. And, of course, if you have an idea for the show or just want to ask a question, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our socials and email, and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and until next week... Enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.